Hey guys, this is The Gathering Podcast. Really glad you've decided to check us out. We have teachings from Sunday mornings. We have what we call cold reading, where we read scripture that we'll be looking at this coming Sunday. And occasionally we'll have a testimonial or an interview with somebody who helps with The Gathering. Hope that you enjoy this, and let's dive into today's content. So the scripture this morning comes from Ephesians 3, 14, 21, and it says, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the saints to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ, and to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power, That is at work within us. To him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Wow, that's a beautiful, beautiful scripture that I love. And what I'm going to talk about you this morning is how the love of God has been constant through all my life. Okay. Um. I grew up in Mexico in a very, very poor family. We are five kids, two parents, in a itty-bitty tiny house with only two rooms. One of the rooms was the kitchen, living room. Oh, there was a bathroom, a tiny bathroom, and the other one was the my parents' bedroom, and there was a teeny hallway where all of us, the children, would sleep. Um, and I grew up... Um, really, really happy. I didn't know we didn't have much because I never needed all of the fluffy stuff and the fancy toys and all of that stuff. So I was a healthy child, a happy child. We would play outside all day, and then we would um, have lots of friends. Um, And throughout the years, uh, God opened the door for my dad and my mom to have better jobs, so we eventually moved to a better house and uh, from then, it's been in, an incredible journey. But what I wanted to talk to you about is my um, journey with Christ. I received Christ in my heart when I was 10 years old. And I remember that it was a genuine experience when I asked God to come into my heart and to be my Savior. And I remember that moment, and it was so real, and I felt so good, but I did not understood his power. I did not understood his love. I did not understood his purpose for my life. Uh, but I did remember um, that experience, and it was awesome. And I remember myself from a young age praying a lot, praying hard, and wanting to be a good child. And I am my brother, I have an older brother, and I'm the, uh, so it's my older brother and four younger sisters, so I am, in the, I am the oldest of my sisters. 
So, of course, I was in charge of a lot because my brother, I don't know, he was just a boy, wanted to play, and I wanted to help my mom, and I was always the good child. That was my label everywhere, the good child. People will look at me and would see my behavior, I guess, and will tell my mom, she's such a good child. So I grew up with, I was the good child. You know, I will love to obey. I love to tidy up the house. I love to do my homework. I love um, following directions. I love the rules. I love all of that. I live for the rules. I was not a rule breaker. I love all of, all of that. So growing up, um, my sense of God was that God was good to me because I was good. Because I was doing the good things. So um, everything went perfect. My uh, teenager years were amazing. Have an amazing church family. But when I went to college, everything changed. Everything that you can think of that could have possibly gone wrong, went wrong. Everything went wrong. Um, So I didn't like college. It wasn't about other people. It was about me. I wasn't comfortable. Everything was going wrong. So I got to a point where my conversations with God were like, why is this happening to me? I'm the good child. This is not supposed to happen to me. I follow all your rules all my life. You know, I'm supposed to have a successful life. What's happening? I've never done anything. I've never known for drinking. I'm not shaming anyone. Not, not shaming. Never drank. Never smoked. Had a boyfriend in my life. One. Well, two. The, I, I married the second one. Um, always follow the rules. I think in my 34 years, I have one traffic ticket in 34 years. Driving for like 17 years now. So I didn't understand why bad things were happening to me if I was a good child. So... I went into a very, very dark place. Very, very dark place um, that I don't wish that upon anyone. I just felt lonely, desperate, afraid. I felt like a failure and a disappointment to my parents. Um, even though my parents were, I mean, my mom never said a thing. She would always support me, but at, in the bottom of my heart, I felt like, oh, this is not, I drop out of college, and um, I just couldn't do anything. I just couldn't do anything, um, and I didn't understand why things wouldn't change for me. But I remember in those times, uh, my, my grandfather, my grandmother passed away when I was uh, 14. I remember that my memories of her will come up to me of her praying. She was a a prayer warrior. She would pray, 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 pray. And I remember when I was a little girl, she will tell me, come, come over here, come over here. I'm going to pray for you and for your future husband. And I'm like, grandma, like boys are yucky. Like, 
don't pray for me. Like, that's not. And she was like, no, I'm going to pray for you and for your husband and for your future family. So all of those memories will come to my mind. And um, one day I just got on my knees and I said, God, I can't live my life like this. I don't know what's going on. I've always been the good child. I must have done something wrong. Just show me what I did wrong. And I remember that everything started to look better, but it didn't change overnight. It wasn't like, I'm done with this. I'm going to continue with college and continue with my life. It wasn't like that. It took a while. It was about two years. But I remember I started, I changed churches and I started going to a different church. And I remember a pastor talking to me and then uh, we were talking about family and all of a sudden, everyone left, and it was just the, the pastor. He was about 82, and just myself, and I was telling him all about my grandmother. You know, how, how she would pray, how uh, her faith was, and how amazing, how, how good of a Christian she was. And at the end, he tells me, you know that your grandmother's faith is not going to save you, Right? And I was like, well, yeah, of course. Of course I know that. I know that my grandmother's faith is not going to save me. But what do you mean about that? And he's like, well, you need to have your own faith. You need to have a journey with God. You need to have your own experience with God. Hey, that's, those two are my children. Sorry about that. Um. And I was like, okay, I've, I've, but I've had a, a relationship with God my whole life. What are, I mean, I don't, I don't get what you're saying. Samantha Garza, stop, please. I, I apologize. John, Sam's not here. Um, so I went home and I started thinking, if I die today, of course I believe in God. I mean, I've been good all my life. Why wouldn't I go to heaven? Like, why wouldn't I deserve to go to heaven? I've never killed anyone. I've never cheated. I've never stolen anything. Why wouldn't I deserve to go to heaven right now? And that is when my life changed. And then I realized that God was good to me because he's God. Not because all of the good things that I've done. So that was about when I was uh, 19, 18 turning into 19. And from then on, my life and my faith with Jesus Christ started to be a real one. Not something that I learned from my parents, from my church, from my friends. I had good friends. But from that moment, it's when my, my faith started growing. And it didn't start with a huge, ginormous faith. It started like this. Because I started doubting everything. Is there a heaven? Is there a God? Is there Jesus? Is Jesus real? I started questioning everything. So I have to see for myself and getting to the Bible. And read the Bible. And talking to God. 
like he was my friend. Now, not someone that I've heard about. Now, like a distance, um, genie up in heaven that if I would ask something, he would, he would give it to me because I was good. I started to talk to him as a, as a friend, as a person. And from then on, I cannot tell you how many blessings. I know that I have blessings before, but now I'm able to see those blessings. And I am so thankful to God for those um, darker years when I drop out of college because I would have been so unhappy with my life if I would have continued that road. I would have been so sad doing something that I would please everyone except pleasing God. So now I am thankful for it. It was very painful for me and my family when I went through through that uh, two years of depression. But now I'm thankful for it because God was able to get me out of it because I was able to have a good relationship with him. I was able to know him by who he is and know that whatever I do and whatever he blesses me with, it's because he's my father and he loves me. And he loves me way more than I think and way more than I deserve. Um, so I love this scripture from Job um, 42, 5, 6. And it says, give me one second. 42. And it says, I've had, I've had heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now my eyes see you. I love that. Love, love that story. Because through all my life, I have heard of him. I have learned about him. I know all the stories from the Bible back and forth by memory, all of them. But my eyes never saw him. My spiritual eyes never saw him. But now I can tell I see him. And I see all his blessings. And I see um, all of the amazing things that he has done with me. And I cannot tell you how happy I am with my life right now. Um, and I pray a lot for his blessings. But sometimes you want blessings your way. You want a certain blessing your way. And many times God has been like, nope, that's not the kind of blessing I have for you. I have a blessing, but it's this other blessing. And I've been like, oh, why don't you just like, like, move your hand over here so I can go this way where I like and I'm comfortable and time after time he has shown me that he will equip me he will um, strengthen me he will give me wisdom and I pray for you that you find the real Jesus in your life not the one you have heard of not the one that someone else has told you about but the God that loves you, that loves you way, way beyond what you can think or do. 
the God that's, go- that's going to be with you every step of the way. And my life since then, it hasn't been like a bed of roses. Actually, I've been through really tough times after that. But the difference is that I trust God, that he is going to do everything for good, that he's going to take everything and he was going to do something beautiful out of it. I was sharing this morning during Sunday school that I had the opportunity to, um, that someone that hurt me deeply in the past come up to me and say, I'm so sorry. I didn't see that. And, and I am sorry. I, I, I need you to forgive me. Please forgive me. So I, I was able to look at that person and say, I don't have anything to forgive you. God has taken all of my pain away, all of my sadness, all of my bitterness, all of my anger. He has taken it. So you, you don't have to ask me for forgiveness. You just need to come to Jesus and know him. And that was, when I did it, it didn't seem like it was nothing. But when I went home, it just felt like someone had to off some, like a huge weight of my back. I was like, now I can breathe better. This feels good. I'm going to forgive more often. (laughs) It feels good. So that's my story. A little bit of my story. I have a lot of other stories to tell you. But... I can see the fingerprint of God in my life from when I was a little girl until now. And I trust him that he is going to keep on being with me. Because I know that it's going to be times that are going to be hard. There are going to be times that um, I'm going to have a lot of joy. And I wanted to be able to recognize that that all of those things come from him. And I am so blessed to be here with you guys and to share with you and to let you know that he's not my God. He's not my personal God. He's there for you too. If you seek him, you will find him. You will find him. If you seek him from your, from your heart, you will find him. And um, he's going to... Hold your hand and walk with you wherever you go. And I hope one day you'll be here in front of everyone. And he will give you the boldness to talk about him. Um, But I hope your spiritual eyes can see him. Because I think that's what the world needs more than ever. The world needs to see Jesus. And we as Christians are the face of Jesus. And it's not enough just to be nice to people. It's okay to be nice. It's good to be nice. But God is just not, he's not just nice. He is God. He wants to to shine through us. He wants to show the world what he can do. How how can he transform a life? And I'm not saying don't be nice. Yes, be nice. But also truly shine his face. So when people look at you, they're like, hmm, I want what that person has. How come that person is not bitter? How come that person is not, is not sad or, or angry or, or mean? And it's not going to be easy because my life hasn't been easy. It hasn't, like I said before, it hasn't been easy. 
But I have the hope that God's with me every day. That one day I will see my grandma again. And I'm going to be able to tell her, you remember all those prayers? Look at them. He said, because I said, Grandma, well, if, 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 if God is that big, he can send it to me with green eyes and blonde. Wink, wink. And she would say, oh, you don't have to worry about that. He will send you someone, the perfect mate for you. And he did. So I pray for you, and thank you for listening, and I said I was not going to cry, but let me, you want to pray? You want me to pray? Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all your promises, for all your goodness, for all your grace, for all your strength, for all your love. Thank you because you never change. Because you love us so abundantly. Because your love is way beyond we can think of, we can imagine. Give us the strength to, to continue this journey and to know you for who you are. Thank you for all of the amazing things you have created for us to enjoy. Thank you for all of the paths that you have put in front of us for us to choose. Help us. Give us guidance. Give us wisdom to go where you want, want us to go. To make the decisions you want us to make. And to be bold and step out in the world and show your face. And to tell people about you and how amazing you are. And how great you are. And how beautiful you are. And yes, our lives may not, may not be perfect. But we have you as our father and you have we have you as our protector and we thank you so much for that so i i ask you to please bless each and every one of the people here and i ask you for the for uh, those who are sick for you to strengthen them their body and to and to be with them and to heal them in your name we pray amen Hey guys, thanks for joining us again and look forward to hopefully seeing you one day at the gathering or if you're just a digital subscriber, keep listening, send us your prayer request and uh, reach out to us if you need anything. Have a blessed week.